Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Look at Kodak, who thought digital photography was a fad and now they're i saw their booth at ces a couple of years ago and it was just the saddest thing they were selling air purifiers or, or <laughs> and people like still think of the, the kodak moment yeah so which is crazy shows that you can't bank brand welcome back to pit stop joining me all the way from the united kingdom is david felson he is the marketing director for swan home appliances they make all kinds of beautiful and retro home appliances accessories and kitchenware and they are a 90 year old company that started like all companies do back back then selling business to business uh going into all the major retailers in the uk but in the last five years as retail started to to shift a little bit they really started to go more direct consumer B2C. And now that business accounts for 17% of the total Swan business, which is a huge shift. It's really like starting a company within itself. I would even argue it's harder when you have, I guess, at that point, an, an 85-year-old company doing $100 million of retail revenue, getting that traction, getting that buy-in, and taking it online. So I can't wait to dive into some of these topics. David, welcome to Pit Stop. Cheers, Lucas. Thanks so much for having me. Um, as mentioned before, big fan of yours. So yeah, thank you for having oh, me. I, I really appreciate it. You you won't believe the nice things David said when, when we were not recording. <laughs> This is the greatest testimonial that, that could have could have ever been said, but you missed it. You <laughs> with us, I'll leave a review on Spotify or something, shall I? <laughs> oh, perfect. But let's. I mean, let's jump into it because I think it's amazing and so rare that you a you see a company that is ninety years old, but then to really make that that pivot because more often than not, look at Kodak who thought digital photography was a fad and now they're i saw their booth at ces a couple of years ago and it was just the saddest thing they were selling air purifiers or, or <laughs> and people like still think of the, the kodak moment yeah so which is crazy shows that you can't bank brand which is yeah yeah exactly so yeah no just to, i'll give you a quick bit of background for us because obviously um people in north america won't have heard of us but swan is a 90 year old brand um out of the uk um was the first um a company in the world to develop the electric kettle. Um, wow. yeah, yeah, so that was uh, developed in the factory out of Birmingham in the 1930s. Um, and yeah, I mean, as all manufacturing in the UK, it did really, really well up until sort of the 80s uh, and then slowly started to pull across to Asia. Um, the owners of the, the brand at the time um, really started to struggle. It was bought then by a French company in the 90s. And then in the year 2000, um, that company went into administration, and um, yeah, it was it was bought by a company called Littlewoods, um, who a big company over here, big mail order company, and they wanted to use it as an in-house brand that people recognised. Because even up until the mid '90s, Swan was a brand that people knew. It was in um, everyone's kitchens. It was it was number one, number two, kettles, toasters, all the appliances in the kitchen. Um, so Littlewoods purchased it purely as a as a, an in-house brand, um, so they could compete with the other retailers. Um, but then slowly in the 2000s, you know, people people started to forget about it because it was only available through one retailer. 
uh, we got approached, uh, or the owners of Swan Products Limited, who I work for, got approached in 2008 to license the brand to take it back to retail. And this shows how much has changed. But we were we were under the our sort of ethos at the time was we were you know taking it back to the the iPod generation. Um, and now there's people who work in our marketing team that don't even know what an iPod is. So <laughs> it just shows you how quickly it's changed. And then we bought the brand four years ago, and now we're Master and Destiny, and now we're looking at sort of sort of uh, worldwide. But like like you said at the beginning, we are a B two B business. We are in most major retailers in the UK. Um, but yeah, uh, we 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 decided four years ago with with what was happening in retail that we had to be Master and Destiny, and the. the the, the phrase that I've nicked off somebody else and tweaked it for us is we are a 90 year old startup. Yeah. And I, I love that, especially as a way to really identify those opportunities and where the, the market is, is going as you've, as you've, I'm just trying to think of how to articulate this in the most political way possible, but as you've <laughs> shifted from the website, we're talking about this in the green room being sort of for, after purchase, if people have questions, even to just look like a legitimate brand, because you go to to a retailer store, a retail store now, and you search some of the brands, and the website looks like straight out of the '90s. I saw a website the other day where it was upcoming events, and it was for 2012. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. Imagine exactly. what the website looked like. How has it been navigating your your retailers with the shift to customers coming online through the website? So for us, the the path was um, already sort of, or the, the rail, the track had already been laid really by brands like Dyson. Um, mm-hmm. Dyson in the UK for a while now have been telling people on sort of infomercials or adverts in the UK to, to buy direct, uh, buy from the people who make it. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's become a real thing for the sort of vacuum cleaner market. Um, and, you know, we're not telling people to do that uh, ourselves. You know, we've got a really strong relationship with retailers, but I think there's only so much space a retailer can give you in store or, or even online, unless you're dealing with Amazon, obviously. Um, yeah. But even then, it's how do you tell that entire kitchen piece? So for us, we're, um, you know, uh, if you look at our website, swanbrand.co.uk, um, it's about collections. So we are the only brand in the world where you can buy a matching refrigerator, kettle, toaster, microwave, pots, pans, mugs, kitchen radio you know all that kind of stuff so you can mix and match all your different sets um and you can't do that on most retailers websites i mean even when you talk to retailers um, themselves they'll have different buyers for different departments and then how do you merchandise those together to sell the stories it's it's a difficult one and our website is probably the only place we've actually really managed to tell that story we're doing a lot of data um, analytics in the background um to, to figure out what was where was the first purchase so we're analysing um, our dropship for other retailers, analysing postcodes versus our Shopify data to then see maybe it was the first purchase with Amazon or somebody else, and then did they then come back to the website to get the second or third purchase? So it's trying to understand that that journey. That's that's the key for us now as we sort of as we move out of the sort of first phase of our website. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you you mentioned the D word, which gets a little bit. Uh has a bit of a reputation, which is dropship. <laughs> and people don't don't really think about what dropshipping is, maybe from the, the courses where it teaches you how to make money without, without inventory. But dropshipping is really if a retailer sells your product, even on their website, and then like Wayfair is, all they do is dropship. They take that order and then give it to the manufacturer, sometimes with a shipping label, and then you can, you ship it out direct yeah. to the customer. 
What how, tell us a little bit about working with established retailers as a dropship provider for for a brand versus just a supplier of fidget spinners for for example. <laughs> I mean dropship um you know or fulfilled by or however you want to call it it's changed you know it's changed so much over the last sort of 10 years but i honestly i think we've been doing it for about 10 years um and i think for us when when we were bringing the brand back and people didn't want to take a chance on us it was a way to almost um mitigate any risk uh, they weren't putting stock into the warehouse they're only buying it when they need it um and but but also that's then helped us pave the way for dealing with Amazon again um, through the different various ways you can trade with Amazon. It's then also helped us with our website as well. So you know, if we hadn't put that infrastructure in place ten eight years ago, we'd be running around now trying to trying to create it ourselves because before that it was purely bulk shipment pallets into warehouses and distribution centres. So you know it has helped us really uh, understand. Um, and again, you can. You know your audience might not know this in North America, but drop shipments a little bit different in the UK. <laughs> you can you can pretty much deliver anywhere in the UK for sort of under three pounds, um, mm-hmm. under sort of twenty kilos, um, and oh, yeah. Wow. So it's yeah yeah, and and, and obviously there's I don't know, the population sixty five seventy million, and and sort of 85 percent is within close proximity of each other. So it's yeah, drop ships relatively easy over here compared to most other countries. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the the biggest downfall of e-commerce in Canada is the the shipping. Yeah. You, it, it's pretty expensive to ship a, a water bottle across four time zones. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, there was um, there's a big retailer over here called Appliances Online or AO.com as they're now known, uh, and they quickly became the number one for major domestic appliances, fridges, cookers, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they pride themselves first on customer service. They were the first website that really did it well over here um, and took the industry by storm. It's customer service, two-man delivery. And I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I'm sure there's something like 20%, 30% of their range can be delivered same day anywhere in the UK. Wow. Which I, I would believe if they've got sort of two warehouses, it can be and is delivered are, are different things. But if you get them yeah, on, yeah. I mean, I think backed up and they North have it in Scotland, stock. North Scotland might be slightly different. But I mean, I guess if you think about it, a refrigerator is a distressed purchase sometimes for most people. Um, you know, you've got food yeah. in there, stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes you sometimes you would need it well, same I mean, day or as soon as possible. Like I, I buy a lot of meat. So let's say you've got a big <laughs> primer roast in the, the fridge. That, that's easily an $80 piece of meat that's yeah. you know, your your fridge costs a thousand dollars you can easily have 20 percent of that value tied up in perishable goods yes so exactly. it makes sense to to want that quickly yeah and I, and I tell you um next time we're over in toronto on a business trip i'll be, I'll be coming i'll coming by yours to try that 80 dollar piece of meat yeah <laughs> I, uh, I, I mean yeah i've got four barbecues in in my presence one on loan to a friend so we'll, we'll we'll take care of you i just i gotta warn you and this feels like a good time to wrap it up I only cook my meat once. I know. I know the English like to really double cook their beef. Oh no, no, no! Really no. get it well done. No, um, not at all. I mean, Honestly, I think I said that's a common misconception. I think Sunday roast maybe, but for me, no. I love coming over to North America, so like prime ribs, all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm all about that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, it's definitely. I'll take you up on that barbecue when I come over over. Well, it'll definitely be a a, a platter day. That's a good place to wrap it up. David, where can people find you? Where can they find Swan Appliances if they want to upgrade their kitchen? 
All right. So, I mean, we are obviously UK only at the minute. Uh, we do have um, some distribution in Canada through, I think I mentioned a bit before when we were chatting in the green room, Canadian Tire and London Drugs through a company called Sultan. Um, we are, some of our products are on Amazon.com, but mainly it's 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 UK based only. But yeah, please visit us, swan-brand.co.uk. And also if you want to add me on LinkedIn, David Fulston, yeah, come and find me. Um, I'm always looking into podcasts and tactics and that's why I listen to Lucas's podcast here or every morning on the drive into work. Awesome. Well, really appreciate it. Make sure you're subscribed because we're coming back with a couple more episodes talking about Black Friday and diving into the state of e-commerce in the UK. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.